Pluto goes retrograde today for six months, marking a time of self-confrontation and destroying what is really prohibiting us from this metamorphosis that we're all undergoing. This marks a time of facing ourselves and looking at our shadows. And this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we're going to be talking about the importance of shadow work and how we can become addicted to risky behavior when we don't do the inner work of facing ourselves. Satnam, a beautiful sovereign woman. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. I am Jyotira Dukuar, and I help entrepreneurial women self-heal and overcome cold depression through Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. And this is our movement of taking our sovereignty back and breaking ancestral karmic cycles. Satnam, a beautiful, beautiful goddesses. Welcome. And thank you so, so much for being here. If you're catching this live on Instagram, God morning. It's so good to be back. So good to be back this week after a very, very potent, uh, I guess we could use that word as a description of full moon. We had this uh, super moon yesterday, last night, 11.26 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, convert that to your time. But in essence, this was a super moon, pink moon in Scorpio, that the essence of it was all about self-realization, self-awareness, and big shocking truths, so that we can truly become aware of what is holding us back and why we are not feeling worthy. And so today, another epic cosmic event that only adds to the potency of what happened yesterday in the full moon, which is Pluto going retrograde. Now, Pluto, a lot of people are actually afraid of Pluto. Pluto was actually discovered in the 1930s. I didn't even realize this. I thought Pluto was an older planet, but it was discovered in the 1930s. And during that time, just imagine what was happening in the 1930s, right? We had wars, the Great Depression, all of these different things. So when Pluto was discovered, it was actually shown that although it was very small, it is very, very potent because Pluto moves very slowly through our own consciousness. You have to uh, really look at astrology being the oldest science of this entire world, of this entire existence. And what it does is that scientifically, when you were born, you created a frequency of sound. And at that specific time, there were, there were specific planets, specific signs that were stationed in a specific way that then make up your psychology. And that's why when we have these retrogrades and when, especially when specific signs are or planets are discovered, they change the consciousness of humanity. And, and astrology is not general. You really need to pull your chart and you need to see where specifically Pluto is stationed 26 degrees of Capricorn in your chart because Pluto right now is going retrograde in Capricorn. And this has been happening since 2008. I am a Capricorn. My spiritual awakening began in 2008. It's not a joke. It, it really tells you a story of what happens in your life. In 2008, we had the great uh, economic meltdown, if you all remember that. And so what Pluto being retrograde in Capricorn, what that symbolizes is since 2008, we've had a destruction of the governments, of how we govern ourselves, how we are being governed. And what it's doing is because Pluto 
and it, to me, it's not a negative thing. To me, destruction and showing us our shadows is actually a positive thing because we can see the truth. That was the guidance card that we pulled today in our uh, this morning in our uh, community. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. <clears throat> but personally, I mean, for me, it's been everything in my life has been destroyed in order to reach my level of sovereignty of authenticity. I mean, everything, everything in my life has completely changed. So for me, this is metamorphosis. This is a time of self-confrontation. And for you too, as well, for all of us, we're all being affected. Again, you need to look at your chart and look at specifically how this is stationed so that you can see specifically what area of your life is being changed and transformed. But the metamorphosis has begun and started way back in 2008. And it's not even going to end until 2024 where Pluto is finally not going to be retrograde in Capricorn. So we're, we're going to continue to see the destruction of governments. Of We're going to continue to see basically the light being brought to the shadows of how we're using power incorrectly, how we're using power through the ego. And so during this time that Pluto goes retrograde, which is six months every year, it actually happens every year. And specifically this year, it's going to be starting today until October 6th. So what that means is that this is a period of deep self-reflection, of deeply being able to face yourself, of deeply being able to also become aware, become aware of what stories and what programs you keep telling yourself. Because ultimately, when you think about shadows, what shadows are, are basically our deepest fears. There are deepest fears that we don't want to accept or face, which then project out into the world. And then what happens in the world? The universe is a perfect university and the universe sends us messengers. I call them messengers, right? People, experiences that then show you exactly what you are harvesting within, which is why this week we're going to be talking about shadow work. And the importance of shadow work in today's day and age, in this age of consciousness. And I think a lot of us, when we hear the word shadow, we right away want to run away. And we initially can obviously feel a lot of shame and also maybe even deny that we actually have any shadows within us, you know, and that's the society that we live in. We live in a society that we've been told to not be authentically ourselves and to suppress the shadow, to suppress those lower frequency emotions that we carry as human beings, you know, hate, anger, jealousy, and envy. And, and shadow work is, is a term that has been used for a long time. And I, I mean, some of the first times I started to actually hear about it before I began my practice of Kundalini, which Kundalini became the tool as my shadow work. But shadow work in itself I had heard about for some time and when you think about it um, Carl Jung Carl Jung is an incredible psychologist I don't know if any of you all have ever studied his work or or read any of his uh, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube it's just kind of older so you have to be patient with it but he really when I began my own journey of healing and my own journey of facing my own shadow he really what he said really changed my perspective and helped me have a lot more compassion for myself because what a lot of people women don't know is that they're in a lot of toxic patterns right now 
that are basically making them addicted to adrenaline and cortisol because they're so addicted to the stress because there's been so much stress in their life, whether that's emotional stress, physical stress, abuse, that they're so addicted to adrenaline and cortisol that they literally engage in really risky behaviors and really toxic behaviors. And I can tell you that because I was there at one point and, and I didn't want to admit it. And, and this includes creating a lot of drama in our lives, whether that is us being in our masculine so much that we betray others, we betray our relationships, we betray ourselves. And also the shadow aspect has two sides to it because it's not just where you are angry and envious and holding back or basically uh, grie- holding a grievance towards someone. There's the other aspect of the shadow that is one that gives so much of herself where she doesn't have any energy. She doesn't have any self-love. She doesn't have any self-care, any self-worth, which is why she masks it in the shadow and, and, and gives out to people. You know, it's, I call it the unhealed healer. They, they basically bypass their own healing. Lizzie's not liking this subject so much, but let me tell you what Carl Jung said so you can love it, okay? I know, I know this is not such a fun subject, but I promise you that if you integrate what we're going to talk about this week during this Pluto destruction of confronting yourself, then you'll come out winning. You'll come out completely self-aware, more compassionate and a higher frequency, and you'll be able to really heal from really toxic patterns now. Here's what Carl Jung said that to me really changed my perspective about even doing the shadow work. And you have to understand that we live in a society where everything you're being told right now, this is what the sovereign woman movement is all about. You need to invert it. It's upside down. Everything is upside down. And even the term shadow is seen as something bad. When in essence, we live in a polarity of the light and the darkness and light cannot exist without the darkness and darkness cannot exist without the light. So even accepting and, and, and knowing that you have a shadow is not learning how to feel the shame and, and learning how to be with it is, is key. And this is exactly what Carl Jung said. And, and Alan Watts, actually, he's another great philosopher who was actually interviewing him. And he said that when he was around Carl Jung, Carl Jung, the way he described him kind of reminded me of being around a sage, like a Buddha or, or Jesus Christ or, or somebody who's really, who's enlightened because <clears throat> he said that being just even being around Carl Jung, he felt healed, whole and complete because Carl Jung had a way where he could be with people and, and, and the human could be in their lower frequencies. Like that person could be angry, guilty, could be, you know, whatever. And Carl Jung didn't judge them. And the reason that he didn't judge them and he held space for them was because he didn't judge himself. And so what Carl Jung said was that one that is enlightened or one that is truly integrated as a human being, integration means enlightenment, neutral mind. There is many enlightened beings in this world that are not Jesus Christ or Buddha that are walking around amongst us that, that you wouldn't think they're enlightened. But the reason is, is because what Carl Jung is so true said so true. And this is what Alan Watts said that he noticed of Carl Jung, that Carl Jung still had the feelings of guilt, of, of, uh, of basically anger. He still had those feelings, low frequency feelings. But the difference is that he didn't feel guilty about feeling them and that he would basically feel them in order to transcend them. 
And that's the problem with all of us that we, first of all, deny that we have a shadow and we point the finger outward and we blame people for our lives and we blame the government and we blame the world. And then we also don't want to accept that there are shadows within us that we don't want to integrate, that we don't want to accept. And so what happens? We become a fragmented soul. We're not a whole soul. We're not complete because you haven't accepted yourself. So if you're not a whole soul, what happens then? That your soul then is fragmented and it's being projected out into the world. And then guess what happens? The perfect university is sending you messengers right back to teach you what's going on inside of you. And that's why shadow work is so important because if you have toxic patterns in your life, these are messengers, these are messages from the universe of looking within as to how you yourself are harvesting that within. And I know it's not easy, believe me. I've been chanting, as you all know, I've been on a journey. My own sadhana, I have a very strong sadhana. It's a daily practice of Kundalini yoga and meditation. However, the last 39 days, as I've shared with you all, I've been chanting for two and a half hours long Ekonkars. It's a very sacred mantra. It's incredibly potent and it really forces you to face yourself. And as I'm chanting, I'm becoming aware because as I share today on my stories, you guys can go check out on Instagram. And I've said this so many times, the healing journey is not linear. It's you come back to these areas of your life of the shadow with a different state of consciousness and a deeper level of understanding what really happened. And also you learn to look at those people, those situations, and I put them in my sadhana, in my meditation, in my chants, and I learned to ask the questions. What is this situation? What is this person trying to teach me about me? And I promise you, I always say this, don't shoot the messenger. Because as that awareness starts to come into the system, into your soul, into your consciousness, it's, it's very easy to go back into the dark night of the soul and say, well, then what? Because all this month we've been talking about self-worth and we've been working on self-worth inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. My community of sovereign goddesses taking their sovereignty back. But how do you quantify it? How do you actually quantify self-worth where you're really closing out those chapters and, 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 and releasing the program of not feeling enough. The only way to do that is by accepting all that you are. And the only way to do that is by knowing all that you are. And unfortunately, we have a society that denies their shadow. We have a society that does not feel what they feel. We have a society that points the finger outward and doesn't really look within not realizing that if we want to really change our outer reality, it starts from what's going on in here. And that's why this work is so sacred. Because as you start to become aware of your shadows, you also start to learn to love and accept them. And ultimately what this takes you to, which we're going to be talking about tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to share with you my specific technique that I use in sadhana to help me with my shadow work. And I'm also going to share with you the two frequencies that you must integrate in your shadow work, in our work practice, in order to really come out on the other side winning. Because a lot of people, when they go through these Pluto retrogrades, they don't come out on the other side winning. They come out on the other side with more karma. Because why? 
they don't have the tools. And we have to really think about people as it's not behavioral. You know, when people are angry, when people are evil, when people are hateful, I don't even see it behavioral anymore. People are addicted. Cold depression, like I said at the very beginning, and we keep talking about cold depression, I keep talking about it for the next few weeks. This is exactly what my program, the Sovereign Woman Academy, focuses on, only on cold depression. So a few of you have asked me, so let me just clarify a little bit of how this works so you can understand how deep the shadow work actually goes. So Satori Wellness and Spirituality is my membership group. And that's my membership community where you can start working with me at the first level, at the first phase. In there, I host three to four classes a week where it is our movement of women really working on those emotions, on the emotions, energy and motion that hold us back from truly healing that inner child. The healing journey is not linear and it is not short, I would say. I've been on this healing, deep healing journey since 2008. And Truly what happened was I came back and I healed my inner child, but that didn't happen overnight. It starts with Satori Wellness and Spirituality. You start to focus and really work with those emotions so you can change their frequency. And those are the classes. The Sovereign Woman Academy, now as a Kundalini, I'm a Kundalini Yoga therapist in training. I'm actually in training to become a therapist as a Kundalini Yoga therapist. There, I focus specifically on the therapeutic aspects of healing and only one thing, because what I was suffering from deeply as an entrepreneur woman was cold depression. Cold depression is what we focus on on the academy because you cannot even get to the deep healing of the inner child, which is what I work with women on a one-on-one basis. And it's a six-month canvas. It's a six-month program. Why is that? Because you can't work on the inner child if you haven't worked on the vitality, on the foundation, which is the academy. You also need to start to process those emotions that truly hold you back. And this was my healing journey as well. It's working emotions, vitality, to then work on the deep, deep inner child programs that were truly holding me back. And that's the one-on-one container and also the mastermind that I'm creating and I'm launching at the end of the year. So there's three different ways that you can work with me specifically so that you can work specifically on your own shadow work so that you can become more self-aware and really look at what is holding you back so you can stop repeating these patterns and so you can stop blaming the world that is outside of you. That's what sovereignty ultimately is. It's not being a perfect woman that doesn't get angry and sits in a, and meditates all day. It's a loving and accepting all that you are, knowing all of your shadows, because that's what you came to this university for. This is the university to get to know you so that you don't have to keep projecting it out and suppressing it, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about this week. And tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to share with you specifically the technique that I use. I use a specific technique inside of my mantras, inside of my chanting, inside of my Kundalini Yoga and meditation that has helped me really look at how these shadows were in me and I thought they were in other people and it's helped me really bring the healing circle back home and like I said tomorrow we're also going to talk about specifically the two frequencies that you must learn to integrate to really be able to do the shadow work in a way where you don't feel that you're going to literally go insane because a lot of women get stuck on the journey where they get stuck in that judgment of themselves and that remember Carl Jung didn't judge himself for his anger Carl Jung didn't judge himself for his jealousy Carl Jung learned to be 
with his anger. Carl Jung, you learn to be with his jealousy. And that's the same thing that Mary Magdalene teaches us. Remember, Mary Magdalene saw the what the Bible calls as uh, demons. She saw them as strengths. What are these strengths? Envy, anger, all these low frequency emotions. Remember what I told you at the beginning, you have to Everything is reversed in this world. You have to, everything the world is telling you right now, the media, all these other things, you have to reverse it because it's upside down. Everything is upside down. And the same thing with Mary Magdalene, you know, it says that they were demons. They're not demons. Anger, fear, they're not demons. They're pointers. They're feelings, they're emotions. They're pointers as to your level of consciousness, right? These are the shadows. This is what we don't want to accept. So what did Mary Magdalene do as a sovereign woman? She brought them into higher frequency. That's what a shaman does. A shaman is able to get energy and change its frequency, alchemize it. That's what alchemy is. It's you change the vibration of an emotion from fear into love, right? And so as you learn to really switch and introvert everything that you're being told, you actually learn to love the shadow work. You learn to love those moments of intimacy with yourself where you're facing yourself. Because ultimately, what does this do for you? It liberates you. It liberates you from those toxic patterns, from those addictions, from taking a lot of risky behavior, ladies, because cold depression does that to you. When you are so addicted to cortisol and adrenaline because all you've had is stress in your life, what do we do? We go and recreate more drama in our life. We take really risky behaviors because we're so addicted to the adrenaline. And again, this goes back to betrayal, betrayal of ourselves. We betray others. We live double lives. The only reason I'm telling you this is because I was there, right? It looked all perfect on the outside, but on the inside, I was falling apart. And this specifically is a message for women entrepreneurs, high achieving women entrepreneurs, because I see you, I see you, I was you living the double life that everything was perfect on the outside. And on the inside, everything was falling apart. Not only on the inside, my family, my marriage, my everything, every relationship. So there is help and there is hope. And that's what we're going to be talking about specifically this week. Now, right now, Satori Wellness and Spirituality is not open for enrollment, but you can jump onto my free training. I actually am so proud that I was able to revamp it. This whole full moon and Pluto uh, retrograde has really helped me get clear on so much. And there's so much detoxification that I'm going to be doing doing here in the next couple of months it's insane i'm actually going to be continuing my long echo cars chanting getting up at 3 30 in the morning i originally committed to 40 days and now i'm going to go 90 days <clears throat> i'm going from uh it started at the equinox march and i'm going all the way to the summer solstice and that's going to make 90 days of chanting the sacred mantra the benefits have been incredible. I'll share more about that tomorrow. Tomorrow is day 40. So it's um, I'm already in tears thinking about it. And it's such a blessing because tomorrow I get to guide uh, the last uh, 40 days sadhana with our community, with the community over at the palace, um, Shakti Sita, who invited me over uh, to do this 40-day um, chanting with them. And it's incredible. It's been so incredible that tomorrow I'll share with you all some of the benefits and it all has to do with shadow work and everything that I had to face and all the things that changed in my life. But yeah, I'm going all the way to 90 days just because I, I just, the, the, you'll know tomorrow, you'll know after I share with you everything. Lizzie says, I got that message just recently. I was told it was time to take off the mask. 
all of us. That's why the masks are being put on because the only way that we can hide our true identity and the ego is with the mask. And the truth is, is that we can all read energy now and your energy speaks louder than words. And that's why people are suffering so much. That's why people are going through these deep moments of cold, cold depression, which what does cold mean? You're not connected to your body. You don't even feel your soul. And, and you don't want to admit, you don't want to admit that you have the shadows and you don't want to forgive yourself. You know, the shame is horrible. It's not a fun place to be, but hey, self-awareness is liberation. And once you start to feel it and start to really see where those masks are and you start to lift them, you start to get those glimpses of awareness of the true beauty that lies beyond that. And you start to learn how to have more compassion and a self-acceptance, which we're going to talk about tomorrow. And yes, and be fully yourself. That's the key, authenticity. And I think we talked about that. You know, it's like the world never told us, go out there and be yourself. The world keeps saying, go out there and become someone. How about become yourself? That's what shadow work is. It's self-realization through self-acceptance. So join me again tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. at Mountain Center Time. Tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to be sharing with you my technique that has helped me liberate myself from a lot of grievances that I was holding against other people that I use inside of my sedna. And then, like I said, we're going to talk about the two specific emotions that actually hold you back when it relates to looking at the shadow work as a way to liberate yourself. And this is key as Pluto continues to go retrograde for the next six months and will destroy, whether you like it or not, all those areas where you are not in high frequency. So thank you so much for being here, ladies. We'll get into it a little bit tomorrow. And like I said, a lot of compassion for yourself, a lot of self-love during this week as we move into these high energies and we are liberated from what no longer serves us thank you for being here thank you to all of you for uh being part of this community thank you for sharing with your sisters thank you for the ratings on on the uh podcast i just love you all so much this week we have brand new episodes so make sure you go check them out one with lizzie too from last week which was deep i listened to it again uh, yesterday as i was driving back from new mexico i was in new mexico for like three days. It was kind of a spontaneous trip. My husband uh, had a, uh, he's so busy with work, but it had just happened miraculously that he actually had the weekend off and we're like, let's get out of here, especially because it was a full moon. So we found this really sacred place and we were divinely guided, it meditated. It came to us out of nowhere. We went to this place known as uh, uh, Ruidoso. I don't know if any of you know about it. Ruidoso, New Mexico so beautiful ladies it is like a little uh ski town and it's become more and more popular now because there's like a big resort there now but it's not exactly like as fancy as Vail or or like Sedona but it is very cute and quaint and cabins everywhere lakes oh my gosh it was just gorgeous you I New Mexico I didn't even know south of New Mexico had anything like this and the only ruidoso means the loud but the only thing loud about that place definitely was how loud Mother Nature spoke to you. And have you guys been noticing the winds? Have you all been noticing the winds? There's winds here in Arizona right now. But over there, the winds were gusting. I mean, it was like the weather was great, like in the 70s, but it was still like gusting winds. And to me, it was just such a high representation of the winds of change and transformation we're all undergoing. And this is why it's so important for y'all to listen to the divine guidance, especially if you're being called to go out into nature. 
I made it a commitment this year to make sure that once a month we take a trip out to nature and thank God it has manifested so far where it's always been on the new moon or on the full moon. Uh, we almost didn't make it this, this month, but it, it was like a miracle that my, my husband had the day, uh, the days off. And so I promise you that if you start to really integrate these levels of self-care that your life will completely change because we came back rejuvenated. We came back so grateful. We had a blast. The kid, my sons had a blast. The dogs had a blast. I mean, it was actually a very beautiful trip. It was a very, very beautiful trip. Uh, no arguments. It was weird. Like we're just, it was just awesome. It was awesome. So I highly recommend you all follow your guidance and, and, and listen to that voice and, and get out into nature. If you're feeling stuck and if you're feeling like that, um, like you're not able to really face what's going on inside of you. So like I said, tomorrow we'll talk a little bit more about this. Uh, and again, we'll get into the technique and the words that I've used within myself to help me work through these shadow aspects. So thank you again, ladies, for being here. I'll catch you all again tomorrow. Have a blessed rest of your day. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.